Greetings, adventurer. Care for a story? One of Nordic roots? Of gods and Einherjar? Or of forbidden love? Well, pull up a chair and have a listen. Hi, and welcome to this episode of The RPG Show. My name is Brent, I'm your host, and with me today, I have Nick. Boy, that girl's face sprite is freakish. Gantner, what's happening, brother? Which character are you talking about? Man, there were there was a ton of these little girls in these villages where they had the most just, like, dead-eyed, freakish, like, face sprites. Oh my gosh. I mean, if you say that, I really don't pay attention to the NPCs that are walking around because they don't provide anything useful. No, no definitely not in this game, for sure. No. So, um, yeah, uh, this today, yeah, no, if you're new here, uh, what we do is we rate, review, and talk about RPGs. Uh, this time, we have a review, really, and then we're talking about Valkyrie Profile. Some tri-ace magic, isn't that right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a magnum opus, but... Okay. I'm biased, so... Well, I mean, you, you, you came to this one with a, a wee bit of history. Like, do you want to you speak on that for a minute before we get into the review proper? All right, what do you mean by history? I don't know. Like, you've, been, you've, you've, been, you've been trying to get us the place for five years now, so I'm just... Well, it's probably my favorite game of all time, so... And then, well, I mean, I'll, I'll see if I can't not hurt your feelings today. If that's possible. You, you hurt my feelings every time we talk about that's movies, not true so. that's not true not every time definitely a good Most of the time 75 percent i'd give it like a 75 percent so but uh that's not every time technicality i'm winning so uh valkyrie profile what we typically do is we break this up into a few categories right we got gameplay story visuals music overall experience and replayability we give them scores one through five and we don't really total them up or anything because we're not really fucking professionals or anything like that we're just here to bullshit around for as long as possible so i guess first up is uh is the gameplay so um there this is a, a difficult one i had to really break this down in the notes for myself uh to explain g- gameplay here because there's 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 a whole bunch going on all right so um we typically like att- tend to try and want to cover like your exploration your battle system and your progression and even within those there's these subsets and different things happening in this game um for instance exploration you have three different exploration type things occurring you have your overworld screen 
which is your uh, main character, Lenneth, uh, flying around and choosing where to go next. You use a little reveal ability, and she'll point out dungeons and where to find this these Einherjar, or these special characters or plot points or what have you. And then there's your town screen, which is also, um, overall it's kind of like a 3D, pseudo 3D um flight type screen like you would see in a lot of PlayStation 1 um, games once you have the flying vehicle really and then you have your town screen which is 2D um, sort of like a, a lot all the 2D in this game is kind of that uh, multiple layers of I guess you I guess they call it like parallaxing where you have different uh, layers of the screen moving at different speeds so you have like a foreground, you have your midground where your character is, then you have a background, then you have like a background um, behind that that also shifts at a different kind of, to kind of give you how that's set up. Um, and then uh, you have your dungeons, which is also 2D, but in the dungeon exploring you have, uh, it's more platformy and exploration based where you have these ice abilities that you kind of want to get around and jump up things and you climb ladders and blah 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 um so there's they even throw some fucking platforming into this so whatever i'm down i'm in it uh and that's just covering the little exploration tidbit and uh then you have the battle system you want to care explain the battle system a little bit for us uh sure you've got four character parties um three of your characters are kind of like on the front line and you have a one rare card i guess i would describe it as um and they're all tied to the uh symbol buttons on uh i guess if you're playing on ps1 and the controller if it's on the psp it's still technically the console or whatever but all the buttons are all the same square triangle cross and circle mm-hmm. um and then you have your you're on the right side of the screen with the characters and the enemies are on the left side of the screen um, and essentially, each of your characters can have uh, between one to three uh, attacks, unless they're the mage, and they only get uh, whatever spell you have selected in their uh, primary attack action, yeah. I think, is what, or A1 or A2 or whatever it is. Uh, yes. Um, and then you just uh, press square, triangle, X, circle, and uh, make different combos until you've used all of your... Uh, like action points, and then it's the enemy's turn. They do some shit, and you kind of flip flop, flip flop back and forth. And um, your party members re- restore their actions at varying levels, so not everyone's going to have the same every turn. Well, no, you get uh, the, the melee characters and the, well, the physical attackers. I it's guess mostly just say. the mages. Oh. Well, yeah, the mages. You you burn a spell, and then you have to uh, wait for red orbs to drop or if you get unlucky, you don't have any red orbs drop. Um, you wait X amount of turns that it takes for them to recover their stamina or whatever the hell uh, it's called. Whereas if you get a red orb drop, it kind of knocks one of the the bars off. Yeah. And then, uh, then you can use a spell if you want to. You can also uh, press select and go to their spell list and use an actual spell from that list mm-hmm. uh, if you'd like to as well. Uh, typically... That's used for like uh, party support spells uh, and AOE spells, and you're more often than not actually better off doing that all the time, unless you're kind of in a rush 
or you know you're just going to dominate the enemies anyway mm-hmm. and you can just kind of do it if you want um as long as your characters don't have uh like any spent uh bar that they have to restore uh and you do a high enough combo to fill a gauge that's in the corner of the screen uh you can use their kind of ultimate attack uh which for valkyrie you'll get nibbling ballesti um and depending on what character you other characters are using they have uh, different attacks mm-hmm. uh mages all share the same spell pool so they get just an upgraded version of whatever spell you have selected as their main spell yeah and with them unless you're using a proper scepter or wand um you can't do it and unless you're using a really high quality one it has a chance of breaking the weapon which kind of sucks but eh. it's also getting like a super fucking powerful attack out of it so for early game it's kind of like you got to balance between do i want to risk breaking my weapon or do i just want to take a little bit longer in this fight Mm -hmm. and that kind of extends back over to the physical fighters because you can get weapons that uh are extremely devastating to enemies of a certain type like dragons or flying creatures uh but kind of same thing if you use them you have a i think it's five percent chance of breaking the weapon every every attack you do yep so you gotta kind of balance that out as well there's a lot of balancing that occurs in this game uh to be fair, but uh, so you go to the back and forth, and there's a lot of strategies that come out of that. Uh, the maxing out that hit bar, so if you have a character that has a lot of HP, you want to try and you know get that up, and then see how many of the specials you might be able to fit into that window before it winds back down. And then you also have uh, a lot of block and deterrence mechanics on the enemy side, and you have to do certain things to break those. There's um, there's a lot of intricacies involved in the battle system would you say that's fair uh yeah especially when you kind of try to maximize damage output um and via the ultimate attacks uh because certain ones will provide a lot of extra meter uh to that gauge and if you fill up the the gauge again another character can do their ultimate so Mm -hmm. um every time the first one you use it knocks off 20 and then it knocks off 40 then it knocks off 60. Um, it's a turn-based juggle mechanic. Like, yeah. So we've got platforming, now we've got fighting game. Like, we, we, okay, alright. You just want a little Let's, bit of everything you in here. You get different stuff. If you juggle enemies, you get a, a drop. If you slam enemies on the ground, you get a mm-hmm. drop. Um, so it's, like, you can pretty much uh, do mix-ups. Uh, if you're trying to break enemies' guards, like, they're blocking high, you can go low, launch them in the air, juggle them and shit, and uh, you can get every time you you swap a character out of the party, it's like having to relearn a piece of a puzzle, like a type of puzzle, because you have to be like, okay, what can this character do? Um, Where do oh, they fit so in he, your your cog of of go to sort of beat 'em ups? Yeah, so you, like maybe you have Lennis Lennis do the first attack, and then you have uh, like Gray do a, a second attack, and you've got June do a third attack, and then you got your mage attacking, and then you kind of go. June and then Gray, then Lenneth, then you fucking whatever order you want to use. Uh, and if you find an ability that you like, but you don't like the order, or I guess an attack that you like, but you don't like the order that it's in, you can go to the character's uh, menu and swap the order. Uh, 
you don't like have an ultimate amount of customization with it. You just uh, if your ability one is in one slot, two is a two slot, three is a three slot, you can uh, just kind of move it forward. So if you like ability two as an opener, you can move it forward, and then your ability one goes to a third slot, and so it'll be the last one you use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, yes. There's... You're not restricted to having a mage too. You can have a bow wielding character in the back, and Lenneth can use a bow, so you can have actually three melee on Harriar up front, and then Lenneth in the back, and you can do that if you want to. Yes. I mean, there's there's a bunch of different party comps, but ultimately you're going to want like like one heavy hitter. You want somebody that does a lot of... Because uh, like a lot of the speed attackers will get you more of the, the bar. Like there's a lot of different variety, but there you kind of come down to like you're trying to fill some pretty basic subsets there. I didn't really go outside of that, um, mostly because I figured it worked. I didn't want to go crazy and try like triple melee with like Lineth Arching. That seemed seemed maybe like it wouldn't work so i didn't go there but yeah it's an option for you um and then after the battle uh, we typically talk about progression systems and there are there are a few so your main progression is really the uh what evaluate it all revolves around this like evaluation right so, and that's how you get the, the better endings and you keep from getting early game over, is as the game progresses and you go through each of these chapters, uh, you get more on Hyriar and you want to increase their hero level, and you do that through various means, uh, but you get all these skill points when they level up, you can put that into like personality traits, um, into learning skills and abilities, um, there's a bunch of different places for you to put this stuff all of which results in um increase you know increasing their their hero level or what have you and um at a certain point you want essentially you're trying to make each on here you're more valuable to valhalla to valhalla and send them off to fight in ragnarok essentially um and that that results in one thing and then you also have artifacts of these special powerful um weapons you get in dungeons and various things you can either keep them or you can send them off to Valhalla to aid in the war uh, in in Ragnarok and if you keep too many it could result in a lower evaluation score and if you send them back you can get bonuses so uh, you really have to that balance again on uh, what, what you're really doing with what it seems that way though but you can you really don't have to worry about evaluation too much, um, unless like you really care about the bonuses you get uh, after every chapter. Um, and, and to kind of maximize that, you want to keep your evaluation up and then send two Ein Harriard every time, mm-hmm. which I've never done in my life. And I usually keep all the fucking items, even if I can't use it, because you can uh, just uh, destroy most of them and turn them into materialized points that you can use in the shop. Um, because the only thing that really affects what ending you get is Lenneth's seal rating and what things you do in certain chapters. Well, there you go. I the only get... bad thing about evaluation, really, okay. is if you let it get too low, Freya will come down and say, you're, you're fucking up, you need to get your shit straight. And if you keep fucking up, she comes down again and says, all right, there's something wrong with you, Lenneth. Uh, we're going to have to reset this. And so she kills you. Yeah, no, it, it's it's an early game over if it gets to zero. So, um... But uh, I ended up keeping most of them. I sacrificed a few ones early on and then realized it wasn't getting me anywhere. But I knew I wasn't getting the good ending because um, I wasn't really going to 
wasn't at that point I wasn't following a guide, so I was like, eh, I'm probably not gonna get it, so I'm just gonna fuck off and keep going. So, um, the ex- like the extent of following, you don't need to follow a guide for that though. You just need to know the key points. You have to what you have to do at a certain chapter with a certain character, and then uh, how to manage Lynette's seal rating to keep it uh, low enough that you can trigger the cutscene in the where you, in the area you need to be at. That seems like follow guide knowledge. That's not just like play really the course not. of the game. Like, if you say like, well, I mean, really, honestly though, like playing the game is you exploring a dungeon and, and and then kind of going into the dungeon again and again and again and grinding. Yes, if there's it, that. If uh, if you're playing, uh, what did you play on normal? No, I played on hard mode via okay. your advice, but um. I mean, it's really not that bad, and and honestly, um, hard mode wasn't that hard. So I don't know if the, it's... The only thing it does is it makes you have your characters level 1. That's what. That's the only difference. And you get different dungeons, and you would have normal or easy. And then you... Don't you get access to better like items and stuff, too? Isn't there items you get in hard that you don't get in normal or easy? Well, yeah, because you get the different dungeons, and they yeah. provide different items inside. And you also get different uh, Iron Harrier, uh, like the girl in the crystal. You don't get her. You can see her in normal mode and easy mode in the dungeon, but you don't actually get access to her. Yeah, there's there's different stuff going on there. Um, so that's kind of like your progression system is is all these various things. Of course, you have, you know, you buy your skills or buy your spells and all that kind of stuff. It's really not um, that com- that part's not that complicated. Uh, and we've just touched on difficulty. I didn't feel like hard was that difficult. With the exception of, like, it seemed, was it, like, around Chapter 4, Chapter 5-ish? Like, there was a definite shift in um, how many fucks I had to give in any particular battle. Um, ultimately, wasn't a problem, but it was it was a noticeable noticeable shift from just crush, crush each enemy in, in sequence to, okay, alright, that guy can, can fuck me up, so... Uh, I best do this first, and you know that kind of thing, and to really think more about what I was doing um, post chapter four, I'd say. Okay. Um. Now, uh, before I get into my my uh, my spiel, do you have uh, like uh, what are some things that that didn't work for you here? I guess. That the kind of overworld exploration thing is shallow uh, because you just uh, meditate, you get a glimpse of an event happening in, in a location, and you kind of go there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like I don't. I don't think. I don't know that it personally hurts the game for me. It's just. I guess it would be nice if there was actual overworld exploration. Uh, because I feel like the dungeon exploration well, you can't even everything because you can't even trigger those events um a lot of the times unless you do the little reveal thing. Yeah, it's kind of I guess I don't know. It's kind of shitty because you pretty much have to uh, at least I do because I don't ever remember how many events happen per chapter. You got to save, uh, do a meditation, save, do a meditation, save, do a meditation because. Uh, if I recall correctly, if you uh, 
do that, the meditation thing, and nothing happens, you still waste time. Yes. I like what your points. We didn't speak about this earlier, but the the entire game's kind of on a on a timer. There's only so many. I guess it's determined by screens that you go in and out of and actions you take. Well, essentially, uh, some things only take one point away, and I think it's going into a dungeon takes two. Takes two so yeah. I think going into a town, uh, doing the uh, meditation, take one, and whereas it's going into a dungeon takes two, and there's kind of ways to get around having to go into dungeons and grinding um, because some dungeons uh, are, are led into from a town so you spend one point to go into the town and then you access the dungeon there and if you leave the dungeon and go back in all the enemies are set so you essentially just use one uh, point and you can farm the dungeon endlessly if you want to before you have to I guess go on and move up, leave and move on with the game um, but in the same vein if you've kind of conserved as much of that uh, time as possible, you'll at one point be left with like all this excess time and you kind of just have to piss it away with rest or whatever. Yes, so... Um, I, I, all right, so in reality, the timer really isn't that bad. Um, but it can feel that way. Like, if as long as you're aware that you have these limited number of actions to take... Um, and you are make it a concerted sort of like managing it and paying attention to it. And you're not just kind of willy nilly, you know, doing whatever. It's it's really fine. Um, but it was enough to kind of be like, I just wish it wasn't there. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I get why it's there, and it's an integral. Like, I get that. But to me, it was one of the things that it just I found it distracting. Well, the way the narration works in the game, they need something to make you have to go to the next chapter. No, I'm with you, and I understand yeah. that. Like, I I get it. It just it's just the way that that was designed and laid out was like, well, okay. I definitely right. agree. It adds like a, a layer of anxiety to you for oh, no absolutely because it's like, like shit. My time's running out. Do I have enough time to do what I need to do? Because early on, before you know what's happening, and you say you want to you want to go fucking grind a little bit. Like, I was nervous to go back in and, like, refresh these dungeons and grind because I'm like, D- am I going to need that? Am I going to need those? Is that going to be a problem later? So it, it's really for um, someone that's never played it before, which kind of brings me into my big crux of gameplay here. Like, this this is a game that could use just a smidge more hand-holding. All right, and I normally don't like to say that because the, there's some tutorial action in the beginning, and I, I believe that the beginning segment already is a little long for my taste. There are just certain um, there are certain mechanics they focused on teaching you that are less important than other mechanics they tell you nothing about. Like, um, and I feel like uh, just to somebody that's just picking the game up to go and play it, like that first playthrough is gonna be wonky. Like, there's a lot going on uh, with very little. Like, I'm even, this is the first time, like, I normally don't like to go, like, all right, where's my case? Where's my manual? And, like, to go, like, flip through it. And I get that was a thing when we were kids, right? Because it's, like, the first thing you do is you want to flip through it and see all the things. But, like, when I'm playing a game and I'm like, all right, hold on. It's, this I Please help tell me this information is in the manual. And I set the thing down. I go get the case back off the shelf and pull the manual. I'm like, okay. 
Alright, no, okay, now that, alright, I guess so, alright. And I honestly don't think there was enough enough information in there. Now, once you get going and you do your thing, it's fine. You'll you'll get the groove, the, the, the combat is is fun, it's fluid, it's 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 a bunch of things. Like, because I honestly fucking, I loved playing this game. It was so much fun to me, but it, it just, the, the, I would say like the first three hours, I was so lost. I was so very fucking confused about what was the right thing to be doing, what was absolutely the wrong thing to be doing. Like, I, because there's so many little knobs, and we have played too many games where all the little knobs, like, you can legitimately fuck yourself by tweaking the wrong shit. So, I was super concerned for like the first three hours. Worked out, it's fine. Um, and I think it'll work to its benefit and when we get to replayability, but that first playthrough, oh boy, just so lost. Because there is just a lot, a lot happening in this game when it comes to character stats, comes to, like, just plot, and we'll talk about that in story, like, uh, when it comes to, like, what you're supposed to be doing at any given time, like, it, it's just like, okay, just, because it presents itself like a, almost open-worldy because it drops you into it and you're flying around yeah she told me that I could do the thing but there's all these dots on the map I should go check those out oh wait I I lost this little t- tick thing by going into a village that had nothing for me is that bad did I fuck up what am I supposed to do oh that's right there's a the little thing mechanic so I hit that okay now I go over there like it, it presents itself as open world but it's really not like it's it's kind of more of a randomized uh, point to point, chapter to chapter, until you hit like your key key moments, if you will. So, but what? what all right, I'll let you do your thing. What are some things that that just really make this game, a, like a above for you? Like it's next level, like awesome sauce. What does it for you? The well, the thing that makes it my favorite game I've ever fucking played is the combat. Oh yeah, no, it's great. There's you. so much depth to it, and you can—it's just a fucking blast to play. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. You cut, you almost get—it does, get it does a thing, possibility thing, and it's fucking amazing. Well, it does this thing in because in JRPGs in general, you have like you're gonna grind, you're gonna do all these things, and there are very few games where that does not become like this monotonous thing. And this is definitely one of those games where it doesn't matter if I'm fighting. Like I got, I look forward to fighting bosses more because, like you know, they were gonna last longer. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like it wasn't because yeah. I was gonna have to come up with some new strategy. It's because I was going to get to try new strategies because the bitch was gonna last longer than me blowing them out of the screen, right? Like uh, I am 100% with you on the on the combat. You can continue. I think it's because it's difficult when you're playing a JRPG. I would say that be rewarded in the combat. Like typically, you're just like, okay, I enter a combat, I pick the strongest attacks to kind of blow through it as quickly as possible, move on. In this, you actually have to learn the system, and you don't necessarily have to do extremely well at it. But the better you perform, the better you are rewarded. Whether that be a bonus experience at the end of the battle, uh, extra treasure chests to actually get loot. Um, just reducing the cooldown on your special bar, 
uh, and it, hell, just even like, like say I've been doing a certain string of uh, of attacks a certain way for like the last 30, 40 minutes. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to try something a little bit different. And you modify the attack strings and you get something that's like an even better combo and you start one-shotting dudes as opposed to taking two turns to kill somebody. And you're like, fuck yeah, why wasn't I doing this the entire time? Or then you get new characters in, into the rotation and you see what they can do and you make new shit. And it's something, there's such a vast amount of characters that, and they all have different uh, combat styles that you can... There's even different classes. You've got like heavy blade users, uh, like quick uh, light sword, uh, like long sword users, uh, pole arm users, fucking archers, and you can have multiples of them, and they all do fucking different shit. And it's just fucking amazing to me. No, I'm with you. The, so. the combat it it is great, but there is like to me at least, I feel like there is this hard uh, shell. That you got to break through, right, to get to the the creamy nougaty center. Um, I mean, I don't know if you say so. I don't really remember having difficulty in the game because I've played it so many times. So I probably blocked out like well, the first it, initial like, yeah, fucking and, struggle. And that's where, like, because I don't want to make it seem like because I think this game is phenomenal in in many many fields. Like, I think it's great. I really do, um, but I think that's where we get to come at this from two different experiences, where it is it is a great game, and while you might not remember your first few times playing it, like, I don't think this would ever be a JRPG that I would hand to somebody, like, real early in that cycle. Like, if I'm getting somebody into JRPGs, like, this is not the second or third or even fourth game I hand them. Like, maybe five on, once they've, once they're, they're in, they're invested, then I hand it to them, but I'm not, I'm not handing it to them early. Because I, I can agree on that. It's 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 heavy. It's heavy. No, it, there's a lot to chew there. Um, I also so. really like the platforming elements. Like, there's just the way they incorporate uh, puzzle solving into the dungeons. Now, like almost every fucking treasure chest being trapped is kind of bullshit, and it's like it's not fucking unique anymore after the tenth fucking chest in a row that you get either blows up or shoots poison gas at you or fucking shoots arrows at you. It's like okay. I fucking I get it, Trace. I get it. I can't ever be happy just fucking picking up uh opening a treasure chest. And another thing, I think that's a really big negative, is it's really fucking easy to accidentally pick up a wooden treasure chest and throw the bitch and you fucking ruin whatever was inside yeah. instead of putting it back down gently on the fucking ground. Yeah, it's uh so the platforming is uh it's cool, right? Because, like, that as an element in this game was cool. And I, while I agree with you on the puzzles, like, the movement and the interaction with your environment, just in general, is so clunky. Oh, my gosh. The number of times, like, I would spend legitimately five minutes, like, no, open it, no, open it, no, open it, no, open it, no, oh, oh my God, I threw it. <laughs> like, they just, it, 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 you have to be in just the right spot to, to, to open it as opposed to pick it up and fucking throw it. Well, I also found that holding down helps a lot. Too. No, no, down helps, but it it's not it's not a it's not a fix all. It's really not. It's not. It sucks. But, it's yeah. it's it's clunky, man. Like it it's sure clunky. Is. It it's it's cool. Like the idea, like oh man, I'm making little ice pillars, or I can explode it and launch myself. Like all that, I'm in, man. I love me some platformers, but 
if you're going to have platforming in your non-platformer game, it has to work as intended. Okay? Like, it has to, it has to work. I don't know. I guess it's just like Brain Lord thing again where I've I felt fine playing it. I mean, it, it could have been that I... It, granted, it could have been I was playing it on the PSP, right? Because the PSP is, by nature, this little fat, chubby thing, right? Like, it wasn't like a PlayStation 1 controller. Like, I can, I can, I can attribute some clunkiness to that bullshit little joystick on the original PSP, okay? I can, a little bit. But, it's not, I can't fault it entirely. Okay, like, it's, it's, I loved it, the platforming, but it had its moments, okay? So, is there anything else, um, that, that was super duper positive for you that you want to add? Um... Uh, yeah, I guess the skill point system. The, the each character's got their they kind of have positive traits and negative traits, and you never actually remove the negative traits from the character because they're inherent to the character. You just kind of lessen their impact, uh, kind of, I guess, I don't know, mature them a little bit yeah. with skill points, uh, which I thought was an interesting mechanic. Um, and I kind of have a love-hate relationship with the actual skill system where you have to find the scrolls to learn new skills and you you can trans uh transmogrify some of them or the transmute so like uh you get a certain type of scroll you can transmute it to another scroll um if you want to so you can like learn a stronger ability early or a, a different skill and it also applies to the magic uh so there's like way to, a whole kind a whole plethora of different fucking ways you can uh, have any particular playthrough if you want if you want and i don't know it's it's probably the only game that i've i don't know, i've played through like 15 fucking times like i've filled a ps1 memory card with nothing but valkyrie profile save i can believe it files only really only because you have to preserve a save file to add the voice clips to the voice collection in the in the main menu there you go which is kind of bullshit and I still have never fucking got 100% on the goddamn voice call. Just fucking retarded. But it is what it is. Yeah, no, I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of little nooks and crannies to explore. But that brings me back to the thing with the counter, right? Because it's, it's, it's presented as an open world, free roam experience. But then you quickly find out that it's not. That it's sort of like this randomly generated uh, snaking path that's pretty linear. But also mildly punishes exploration outside of that boundary with the countdown timer. I say mildly because it is manageable, but it's also not like, oh, I can just hit all the points on the map whenever and do just willy-nilly just walk into a town for shits and gigs like 30 times. Like, that's not going to work out for you, bud. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know why you'd want to go into town anyway, unless there's a, uh, an event there. Like, there's nothing happening. So. Um, unless, unless you go into a town that you recruited certain characters in because they may have special events if you go back to the location that you found them in. Uh, like Llewellyn gets a accessory if you go back to where he found or where you found him uh, from his girlfriend. Uh, Arngrim gets yeah. uh, the Dragon Slayer under his bed. Uh, Janice gets the Raven Slayer. Bel uh, Belenus gets something, an accessory if you go back to his bedroom. You get, you get some stuff. But I mean, it stops kind of early, unfortunately. There you go. 
So, Which is a, a thing that happens a lot in this game. You get, you get introduced to concepts early, and some of them just don't ever come back. Yeah, because, I mean, there's so much else to focus on. All right, so um, why don't you go ahead and score it for me, gameplay-wise? I'm going to give it a five. All right, I'm going to give it a solid four and a half. Like, I think I had tons of fun there, but that first three hours of anxiety is definitely like a half a point gone. Like, I mean, I'm by the time I was I was done, I was I was I was way into it. I love the combat. And I love I love a lot of things, but uh, that that uh that entry was rough, and the the fucking throwing of the chests just not not cool, man. So we're gonna take our first musical break. Um, my first choice is if I can keep this thing from auto playing. Oh boy, there it went. All right, so uh, is in the beginning there was light, okay. Um, this is from it's actually from a like normal and easy mode dungeon called uh, Black Dream Tower because uh, the the oh just to preview on the OST I think the OST is just fantastic. But I was listening to this in I was just listening to it in, like on shuffle in my car, and uh, this is just some rocking keyboard. If you know anything about the composer of this thing, she does a lot of progressive rock. Uh, like keyboard stuff and this is just she. so or he sorry uh <laughs> whatever just be quiet uh i was like this like this ain't like uh Mara, nothing man motherfucking latoy sakuraba i'm just kidding um all right so no um there's a lot of keyboard prog rock stuff so um this is definitely that it's rocking i like it here we go That was in the beginning. There was light. So uh, next up is the story. Nick, take it away. Hold on. Did Anderson really fucking ban people? Yeah, no, he definitely banned two people already. Holy shit. One person for saying hi, the other person for being a twat. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. That's, wow. what we, that's what we have him for. That's what we have Holy him here for. Holy shit. Okay. Well, there goes our uh, burgeoning growth. It's going to be stopped in its tracks by Anderson. Yeah, no, he's 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 running the show now. He's he's oh, he's, the, he's the guy. Okay, well, 
sorry apologize in advance to anybody who goes to the twitch stream because you're, you're probably gonna get banned immediately so. yeah sorry kj chaos chaos or whoever you are and christian bible burning which right on i guess all right so story um essentially depending on how you play the game if you get the a ending or not uh Either it's either a love story or a generic war story. I've never actually gotten ending B, so like we actually go through the Ragnarok, and I don't even know what the fuck boss you fight at the end, because uh, I always just pretty much go for the A ending. Um, but essentially, uh, in this world, there are three uh, uh, Valkyries who inhabit the same uh, body, sort of. Uh, like they each have their own. Uh, unique identity and physical appearance, but they share the same host that is that changes appearance whenever the new uh, Valkyrie is kind of awakened and the old one's put to sleep. Um, kind of current state of affairs is there's only two active Valkyries. There's Hrist and Lenith. Uh, that is because the third uh, one is actually missing. So I uh, start the game off with uh, Lenneth kind of uh, snapping out from uh, a reverie, I guess is the proper term, uh, kind of remembering things from her past, and uh, which is essentially uh, she lived on Midgard uh, in this shitty little village and grew up with this other boy who uh, was in love with her named Lucian. Uh, he found out that her parents were trying to sell into slavery, so he stole her away, and they ran away. Um, and I don't know if... I'm pretty sure it's because she was getting called back uh, to Asgard, but they kind of run through this weeping lily meadow, and she dies. And Lucian's like, what the fuck just happened? Um, so yeah, that's kind of... She was remembering that. You don't really know what happens uh, in the time span between those two points. Uh, but Lyndeth gets called to the uh, to Odin and talk, uh, they tell her she's got to go down to Midgard, recruit Iron Harriar for Ragnarok. And Freya accompanies you to kind of shake off the rust. Uh, then you kind of go into this like two hour long plot line with Arngrim and Jelanda. Uh, they kind of introduce you to the game uh, basically how things work, your first dungeon, your first kind of uh, town exploration. And uh, this is the most like plot you get in any consecutive span of time in this game. The first two hours. Because essentially, there's no more plot until you, unless you get the A ending. As far as I'm aware, uh, you your plot mainly comes from character uh, interactions where you find a character is about to die, you go visit their location, you see five to fifteen minute snippet of plot about that particular character, then you recruit them and you go into a dungeon and level them up. Um, now, if you do get the A ending, you uh, in chapter, I think it's chapter four, you encounter Lucian and he's turned, uh, he's found his way into this other town and he's. Uh, now a thief uh, working to kind of feed kids that have uh, been abandoned. He kind of runs like an orphanage thing uh, with a group of other uh, 
orphans. And uh, unfortunately, uh, they all get caught and he gets killed. And Lenneth kind of uh, comes and takes his uh, soul. Even though he's not like a great fighter, she feels like some kind of attachment to him. And is like, I, for some reason, I need to take him. And he's like, holy fucking shit, it's Platina. And she's like, no, you've, you've got me mistaken for somebody else. Um, and then in Chapter 5, if you max out his hero rating as high as you can and set him up, uh, you kind of start the path towards the ending. Now, you do have to kind of modify her seal rating to break the seal on her memories uh, so that she remembers Lucian. Uh, but as long as you're doing everything right, uh, essentially Loki tricks Lucian into uh, stealing an artifact and using it to try to communicate uh, with Lenneth. Um and so everybody's like, what the fuck's going on? You can't be doing this as a nine Harry R, and he gets killed. Uh, Lenneth finds out about this shit uh, after she rem- uh, remembers Lucian, and uh, Odin's not having any of this, so he kinda, like has her uh, resealed back up, and Hurst takes over. At this point in time, you've met Lizard Valeth and Mastina. And Leathard's, Leathard's, uh, Lezard is uh, like doing. He's like he's like the greatest fucking mage in the world, and he's like a mad scientist. He does all kinds of fucking crazy shit. Well, he's, uh, a, like, he's kind of a necromancer. He's a necromancer too. He does fucking everything. Like so, uh, he makes a homunculus out of uh, elves and uh, yeah. And they're because they they are like the most like I don't know, if I can't remember the proper term, but they're like they're like susceptible. Linked, well, they're like they're linked to Asgard, like they're linked to magic, sort of. Yeah, got it. So uh, they make good hosts because his goal is to uh, kidnap Lenneth and make her his wife, essentially, or like love slave, because he's fucking obsessed with her. So he's crafting this homunculi. Uh, so that he can have Lenneth, and it's kind of all kind of fucked up shit, but uh, Mustina and kind of uh, all the characters, or certain characters that you've been traveling with uh, go to him for help because they need his help because they have to save Lenneth. And they use the homunculus to take Lenneth's soul and put it in there. So you've got technically two Valkyrie kind of roaming around. You've got Hrist and Lenneth. Then, during the course of all this, you go to Brahm's castle and uh, fight him because he's also uh, got Samaria, which is the third Valkyrie kind of kidnapped and held into, in a crystal. That's, so that's another fucking thing entirely. But essentially, Lenneth gets saved. She finds out what the fuck's going on, gets pissed, goes up uh, to Valhalla, and goes to fight Loki. And it all culminates in this big battle, uh, Lenneth versus Loki. You and your party kill him. And um, well, Lenneth... doesn't he... He kills, like, Odin first, right? Well, yeah, because that's part of the Ragnarok lore anyway. Well, uh, he, he kills Odin first, and then they you defeat 
Loki, but Loki's like, you can't really kill me unless you're, you want to use the full potential of, like, the sword thing. And that requires you to sacrifice, like, the people that you love or something. Is that is that the that the kit? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then, uh... But he, before she can make the decision, he destroys everything. But her, like, resolve or her like something about her being like super duper goodness. Well, I think it's it has something to do with the, the body she's in the homunculi. Okay. The homunculus body because like she's not trapped by whatever trappings were originally given to her by her original form. And so because of this new body, she's able to become like the god of creation. Well, she's given the gift of creation, and she yeah, she brings everything back, brings Lucian back, and happy ending. Yeah, and but that whole process like makes her like the new god because now all all people living on Midgard are her Iron Iron Harriar or something like that. It's really like weird. Yeah, I didn't really didn't really read too much into it. All I was I was just happy Lucian came back, and they were all happy. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a weird ending for sure. Um, but no, the strength of the story is similar to that of the strength of uh, uh, some Soikinen games, and that it's 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 even more of this this character development of each of these individual characters. They each have their own little stories and these really strong, uh, almost living personalities that is reflected like meticulously in their stats and hero scores. So that's really where the strength of the plot of this, this thing comes from. Cause everything outside of it, while it's cool in Norse mythology, I'm, I'm in, I'm in it to win it. It's kind of, it, it's so strong, strung out between portions of the game. You kind of lose sight on, on some of it for a while. But other than that, I mean, it's, it's, it's got strong characters itself. Like Lezard's great. Uh, you know, each of the, I mean, I thought Loki's design was really cool looking. Um, all that kind of stuff is fun because North mythology is fun playground to play in. So, uh, what are some stuff? What's some stuff that that really worked for you plot wise here? Um, it's mainly all, learning about all the different characters and kind of the motivations and how they died is my favorite part of the game. The overall overarching narrative. I really could take it or leave it. Um, I mean, that's a, essentially it. Like, it's I was always disappointed more that you don't get more kind of character interaction, uh, like especially when you send them up to Asgard. You send them up, and like you, you're maybe lucky if you get like, oh hey, uh, Llewellyn did a great job on this hunt a couple days ago. And sometimes you get like a chat between two characters, like one of the gods, one of the characters, like Thor will come up, like, "Oh, hey, you did, you're did, you're a strong guy, whatever the fuck." And like it's all meaningless banter; it doesn't serve to uh, push the plot forward in any way. And it's you don't get to use the characters again unless you go to this graphic gate, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah. At that point. Um... And. No matter what, like how if you do really well, Freya's always like, "Hey, you're doing a great job." If you do a shitty job, Freya's like, "You need to do better." But nothing happens 
from like you don't there's no repercussions really you just get less materialized points and less items i mean i see that and you know um i mean yeah no i mean i the, the you're right the overarching stuff is is rather lackluster but to me like my biggest problem was was the pacing of the whole thing right like while you're going and you're doing these these quote-unquote small segments with each of these characters uh some of them are brief but then others like felt like if i have to read two more boxes of dialogue i'm gonna fall asleep like some of them were really slowly paced out for for little to no payoff because to me the ones that had the super long uh drawn out quest bits felt like they were the least interesting because they they spent so much time sort of in this weird nebulous space that didn't it i don't know like it, it, there were there were just certain 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 periods where i felt like the the chit chat was going on too long because I want to get back to to beating shit up, and you're really slowing down my role here. So, um, okay. No, like, some, go ahead. I just, I just like uh, like I like how some of the characters were, like in a band together. Uh, like it was Lawfer, uh, Alia, Gray. Is that Gray? Like, he's in, he's yeah, in, I think it was Gray was in there, and then the fuck that one guy with the blue hair and the oh, long shit. short. Um, I can't remember his name. Uh, but like I like how like. You'd see like Lawford die first, and then kind of everybody keeps going on. Like every time you meet a new one of the characters and they die, you get a little bit of their story mm-hmm. more. It's always incomplete bits and pieces because well, you the... never get the full. I think that band was was specifically one of the stronger through stories. Yeah, like, them in particular was was fairly interesting, and I also and you like get that... really shitty ones like the mermaid. Yeah, but it's I like, also okay. I also like that they're not all. Um like your your quote-unquote like atypical like hero some of them are are kind of smarmy bastards you know like bad rack yeah i mean some of them like even even engram like he's kind of an a-hole right like now granted they're like well he's does he's not iron harry our material so don't send him but uh like not well, all of th- the i think that that's a gameplay design decision, so you don't run out of fucking characters. Too early, with. yeah. No, I'm with you, but like a lot of uh, a lot of the characters are like that. They have these these negative personality traits um, that are that are rather apparent. Like, and they're not all just vapid. Um, there, if you ask me, there are too many that are just like their positive traits are like they're beautiful and they're you know wise, and then they're stupid traits are like you know they're they're just cunt bags so yeah there are a lot of those there are a lot of those i like that uh what was her name uh the blind singer chick i thought that character was real cool oh man what was her name oh shit uh, i sent her off but i i thought that was I a think, cool character concept i think i know what you're talking about like yeah. the blind singer that's kind of it's kind of like a bard mage almost that was yeah. pretty pretty cool um but yeah no i mean there's some cool characters there are some duds i mean that's just gonna happen when you have a cast of like 24 20 something it's like two duds it's it's a lot yeah of, it's a lot of characters of characters so i mean you can't win them all like that's for sure so 
I would say like in a non-grinding playthrough, you can get by only using three. Like you'd have to send some dudes up, so you'd probably sub a couple guys in for a couple fights and level them up a little bit to raise their. Well, even on normal mode though, I think you just uh, you get them at a set level and they come in with already with fucking hero points to spend. So you don't even have to use them really. Yeah. So no. you might get through the whole game without even using the vast majority of the cast if you don't want to. Absolutely. So, um. I think that co- we covered all our, our points on story there. If you want to go ahead and score it for me, hit it. Um, I gave it a three and a half. Three and a half, that's fair. I mean, I'm, with, I'm right there with you at a three and a half. Like, it's better than average. Um, it really shines in the individual moments, but the overall is, is you know, it has something to be desired. It's, it's more the... And that's a weird thing for us to say, right? Like, normally... In an RPG, you go, well, the story's drawing me from point A to point B, right? It's like, that's that's what makes me go do the grind, go do the X, go do the Y, because you want to see what happens next. Here more, I would, I would just content with content with getting new new buttons to hit and new little cogwheels to do in the, in the battle system. To me, it was more about what's the next badass thing I get to fight. It was less about, I, I don't really care what happens to Lineth next, I really care about give me another fun boss to fight kind of thing. Even then it's it's not carried by the story because they don't give you any. They, you give you get like the chapter 1 you get a chunk of story and then unless you're doing the A ending you don't really get any more. Yeah. No. I don't think like I've never seen like I just like, like I said I've never done the B ending. I've never gone through I Ragnarok. The, never... the B the B ending is you just win in Ragnarok. Really like you just go and kill the fucking uh and that's it or whatever that's it yeah no nothing changes with the whole like valkyrie like cycle like odin still in charge you just you win ragnarok i think is the beginning okay that's kind of shit but whatever yeah no it's the exactly like there's no fucking story it's the most boring of the three like like b which is supposed like your mid-tier ending is like the most boring of all the endings well because even the ending c the bad ending it's like oh shit lenneth is what my or afraid just what my ass damn So like uh, I I have to do a low score really, or I guess I'm calling it a low score because you have to they they hid the they hid the fucking plot of the game behind a fucking puzzle. Yeah. Like you don't you have to figure out that you have to send the certain character at a certain time before a certain time, then also manipulate this seal rating that's never fucking explained what the fuck it is at all. You kind of have to piece it together from playing the game or follow a guide. And it's just like, why in an RPG would you go out of your way to hide the plot? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is the opposite of most RPGs in which most RPGs, 99.99% of them, the story pulls you forward. Like, this, if it did not have such strong gameplay, this would not be, I don't think would be remembered as highly regarded as it is. Like it's 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 not that it's necessarily bad. It's just missing. It's got holes and there's missing pieces. And I spoke leagues on this show before about how I feel about variable endings, um, especially ones tied behind. Like so, if it's a game you can beat straightforward and like your choice in the last two three hours determines your ending, okay, I guess I'm better with that. But when you've got a 40 plus hour game in front of you where choices you're making in the 
like beginning and middle affect whether you're going to get a good ending at the end like fuck that because then like when you get to the end and you've learned nothing you've you've beat Ragnarok and then you find out that there's some other ending that has like all this extra cool shit in it like just because you didn't you're right you do one obscure little thing in a fucking no fuck that like no no thanks and and that C ending that the, the well not C the A ending we're talking about is where you get all of the backstory like it's where you get all the things it's not Essentially. just as, it's not just as simple as somebody wins the final fight or somebody gets resurrected or it's not this like thing like other games do where it's just as simple as somebody lives or dies like there's a happy thing like there's not no this is where you get all the putty to fill the cracks and it's kind of bullshit but it's fun so whatever I guess <laughs> three and a half is, is, is I'm right there with you second music break is yours what did you pick and why uh, I picked the true nature of all because it is personally in my opinion the best song of the OST and it's the the only time you can hear it is in the A ending when you're fighting Loki and I would like come home from work or school rather and like turn on the PS1 put Valkyrie profile in go to the sound the song selection and just play the song on repeat while I was doing homework absolutely before the ages of uh, parroting music and playing it on FUBAR YouTube and all that kind of stuff. So, all right. Yeah. So let's uh, listen to this. True nature of what just all got it. Let's pull it up. nature of all so i'm sure the listeners enjoyed uh listening to you chug that beer Frank. i'm sorry could you hear that <laughs> yes my bad i thought i was for enough over the mic <laughs> oh well no and, uh, well Anderson, no it sounds like all the sun because uh they have the same composer yeah and all his uh, all his shit pretty much sounds the same uh especially if it's a tri trias related um the other things that are kind of different are his work on tales of games uh they have a bit of a different sound in them i think they probably were like you need to use different instruments that you don't use when you compose for these yeah no games. he has a it's it's that totally progressive rock sound like it's all uh no it's sakuraba 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 he's probably trying to spell that but it's uh it's matori so m-a-t-o-r-i no it's m-o-t-o-i oh s-a-k 
B A R A. Yeah, there you go. Sakuraba. Whatever. You win. All right. So visuals, Nick. What works for you? What doesn't work? Fucking everything works in this goddamn game for me. Holy shit. The, the fucking character sprites are great. Uh, well, except, uh, I don't I don't care about the fucking NPC sprites <laughs> in towns because I don't ever go there. But like oh. the fucking in, like in combat sprites are fucking amazing. The monster sprites are all fucking awesome. The bosses you fight are fucking sweet. Like each fuck every dungeon you go into is unique. Like they've it, every dungeon has oh, like, its own identity. Yeah. Like, you get some dungeons that are, like, underwater fucking caves. What's the flesh one? So, it's, like, uh, caves... The Cave of Oblivion? Or are you talking about uh, something else, like, in the... Like, near the fucking Japanese ripoff island? I don't remember, but it's, it's like, made of, like, flesh and bone. I thought that place looked rad. It was a tower. Yeah, no, that's the... Well, there's a tower and a cave. The tower you don't get... I don't... I don't know, there's a place that's flesh flesh and bone. You get one flesh and bone tower in normal and easy, and then you get a different one okay. in hard. Yeah, maybe it was a tower then, but it was all that. That place was cool looking. That place was rad. I'm with you there. Yeah, they definitely put a lot of effort into like they gave everything a fucking identity in this game except the plot. <laughs> it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's, it's the fucking weirdest thing. <laughs> They're like, let's make a kick-ass fucking game where everything's awesome. Oh shit, we need to write a story. Uh, Everything has personality okay. except for the plot. <laughs> like, that's bad. Oh man, that's rough. Alright, but no, um... Visually, yeah, no, it's really cool. Uh, normally, I don't care for games that use the sort of, like, your muted natural tones um, so much because a lot of times they, they kind of falls flat. But here, uh, like, I think everything just looked super in a how do i say this like it's like a lot of the scenery is like almost like hauntingly beautiful like it's like there's a lot of towns that are decrepit or really kind of like run down but it's still like really interesting and beautifully put together if that makes sense um it's it's almost like it's you you the game presents itself as the world's nothing is good and you're looking at it like people have tried to do things but life's hit them down hard places you go have typically been fucking uh burdened with horrible fucking atrocities and there's like re- like leftover resentment uh well, this like is a world spewing. this is a world where all the heroes are killed like this that's specifically the the running like through line of everything this is a world where if you are anything above average like you get killed through whatever means necessary and and like that i mean because the whole premise is you finding these people and presumably they're the only fucking ones right (laughs) like uh, and and it's it's a sad it's a sad place but i'll be damned if they don't make it look good right Mm mm-hmm so um yeah no it looks great i think the uh, spell effects look great yeah no like it, the whole thing like i'm with you everything looked looked pretty rad uh with the exception of the villager sprites are there's some of them that i'm gonna see if i can find some and send them to you because they're fucking creepy dog 
Just post them in the Discord. Have everybody look at them. I will. I think I'm gonna. So that's another shout out for the Discord before the before this show hits like the podcast feed. You will have some pictures of some disturbing looking like villager folk. I'll just go. I might. And they may just be pictures of my PSP from my phone, but it'll be fine. That works. Um. So yeah, visuals. Uh, I mean. I guess there's some reused monster sprites, but you don't, I don't really care. Like I'm, I'm fucking blowing them up, man. Like, like really, what game doesn't you use? No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least they're not doing that that damn thing where they're reusing yeah. like uh, spell animations and recoloring them. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fun. That's real fucking trashy. All right, so give me a rating. Five. I will also give it a five. Like the only negative I can say is like the Cave of Oblivion. They reuse that dungeon a couple times, but it's randomly generated every time, and it's just a series of like dark, fucking rocky hallways. Yeah, and drops. But that's no, I think that's the the biggest culprit. Everything else is fucking has a unique identity to it, and it's it's wonderful. The overall aesthetic of the game is it's 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 beautiful. Like in that, I guess we talked about the game that sort of parallaxing like view in the 2d i'm into that mm-hmm. man like it just it, they just nailed it you know they used it right i think maybe the overworld is kind of trashy looking but i think that's we didn't know any better then we didn't know any yeah. better than that that weird 3d sphere underneath of us like we thought that was cool back then now we're like what is this garbage like i would rather have a flat map and a little thing just moving over it you know mm-hmm. um but there you go. So that's visuals. Now let's talk about music. Nick, go. So I'm biased. I am so heavily biased because this is my favorite OST. Like I listen to it in an entire. It's an entirely at least once a month. Uh, like I just have it playing in my fucking car. I don't drive very often, but I listen to every fucking song at least once a month. Sometimes multiple. I will go and repeat my favorite songs and listen to them again. Uh. There's like maybe a couple tracks that I think are middling, but it's so overwhelmingly like. Well, okay, so I don't know. Like each fucking like each dungeon you go into typically has its own track. Who the fuck does that? Like I, I and think each it creates its own like fucking personality with each dungeon and each town, and it's just except not each great. each each story moment, right? All right, but no. Um, so I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. But judging by other tracks you've picked for other reviews on the show, and for this, just listening to this OST in a whole, like this must have greatly informed your taste in video game music, just in <laughs> in general, because like Nick likes like a pro- very progressive, uh, building, driving, energetic type song, like, and he picks a lot of them for his choices in these games, and. And this game, the OS2 is all that. There are so few, so few, like, low-key songs. Like, I had to go searching to find one for my next pick. Like, because they are all just these, these like, like, in your fucking face. Let's go. Let's party. Let's do it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, the, the OS2 is great. This, this composer's good at what he does. But they're all that... They're very high energy, very high. Uh, they're very driving songs, and just in general, 
like Nick picks a lot of those, and seeing this is one of his favorite games, well, I just I just can't help but feel like this informed a lot of your taste. I, I said it's fucking biased, man, and and that's fine. Right. But there, like, there are some so songs, uh, but not very many. And when they do play them, they're typically fucking depressing sounding as shit. And I probably found the one that you don't like the most. So uh, I like all of them. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I just I can't. That's just if you've if you've been listening to the show for any amount of time and you've listened to the choices Nick's made, like this OST is all those. It's just all of those. If you took every fucking song Nick's ever picked for the show and put it into an OST, it could probably work here. Uh, it's not that any of the songs are bad, um, and I don't think any of them are actually like mediocre. I think most of them are great. It's just they're all that you can tell because. Uh, Anderson said in the Twitch chat that it sounds like Golden Sun, and he's he's not wrong because this composer obviously has a style, and it's a very strong style. And I think like there's a, there's a level of passion and love that must have went into this particular OST because it is because if I'm not mistaken, if I, my reading was right, like there are tracks on this OST that have appeared in other games. Well, he has like six or seven songs i want to say that he he uses in every fucking tridays game they are in star ocean 2 they're in valkyrie profile they're in star ocean 3 i okay. think they're in star ocean 4 i haven't played them but it's typically it's typically um actually i can pull up the fucking ost real quick it's uh like the, the beast something about uh, the devil right like there's yeah. a devil track that gets reused there was another one i was reading that's like this is totally from this and star ocean um, um yeah so you've got um beast of prey shiver climax of the tower the incarnation of the devil mighty blow uh i, I think maybe mission to deep space but i'm not 100 percent sure and then maybe nostalgia and the hope but I, I know those those first five or six i mentioned are definitely reuse a lot so if that gives you any sort of indication as to like how strong a style this composer has um then i don't know what else would but uh ultimately i dig it i'm into it i like it so uh um so uh yeah that'll do it uh if you want to score it what are you going to score it five five i can't uh, not i don't know if i'm gonna give it a five i'm definitely gonna give it i think i'll give it a four like i like it it has made my official video game ost rotation but it's not i don't i don't think it's perfect it's it's all it's uh of, of, there's not enough varying styles in it for me to give it a five but it is still very good very very good uh, oh man i could list 10 tracks right now that all sound different Okay, that's fine. All right, so uh, this is uh, next musical break is my choice. It's behave irrationally. Um, my note here is just an OST with very few low key songs. This one's kind of hauntingly beautiful, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, this is the game over music. Could be wrong. Uh, played a lot of Fire Emblem this morning, so I'm having trouble like connecting the dots. But uh, behave irrationally. Here we go. Thank you. 
All right, those behave irrationally. So, um, I think uh, it's not the game over music. It's when it's, they it's when they kill her, right? It's when. Well, I don't. Know, I don't maybe maybe it's the game over music. I haven't fucking gotten game over this game in a very long time. Um, but I know it happens when you're recruiting on Harry Arm. Okay. Um, like when they when they're dead and they're having that one on one. And I think also uh, anytime like something. Like it's sad is happening. Yeah. No, I mean that's it's fine, but it's a it's a beautiful track. I love it. Um, let's see. I was not going to the trans Anderson. My fucking bitch of cat stabbed me in the damn side with her fucking claws. Wow. Pissed me the fuck off. So that's... I had to like, she's like, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. So I had to reach over and pet her ass. Alright, so next is overall experience. So, um, like I say every time here, uh, experience, overall experience for me is an expectations versus reality type thing, right? Um, it's how did I feel going in and how did I feel coming out? Uh, and this game has got a lot of hype to it, alright? Because every time me and Nick have talked to RPGs outside of the show for a very long time, uh, Nick has been pretty much Valkyrie Profile. That's 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 the jam. That's where you need to be. And that's all fine, because I think for the most part, it lived up to a lot of that hype. I was kind of a little... I was hoping a little more in the story department, um, because, you know, Norse mythology. Man, I want to win it. But this... It was kind of bare bones. Um, I loved a lot of the characters. There's a lot individually going on in a lot of those stories but it's it's kind of you know one of those things right um but i had a level of fun playing this game that i have had not had for a game we have done for the show in quite a while okay like now there have been high moments like i'm not going to say everything we've done for the show has been bad but we've played a lot of mediocre to like subpar um games recently as far as games I've never played before like if we've played anything good in the past like year and a half I probably played it before it wasn't a new experience to me if you if you get what I'm coming from um so this is the, the like a new experience this is the type of game this is the type of gameplay that I feel like we started this show so I could play okay like it is it was that fun to me. Like it, 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 it brought a level of, I want to get home and play Valkyrie Profile. I want to get home and play a game for the show. And I haven't felt that way in a good long time. Like I was telling Nick before the show, like <clears throat> I had a whole, I have a whole page of notes here, and he was like, oh boy, like thinking that was gonna be something bad. And it's like, no, it's it's because. Like it, it brought a level of passion back into this project for me that a game hasn't done in a minute. Like I wanted to have my thoughts together in a row. I wanted to be ready to talk about my experience and how I felt more so than I have in a while. I love this game. I love how it played. I was I was disappointed. Overly, like I was like Nick brought this to a level that I was like, man, this is going to be in my top, like, three RPGs of all time for the rest of my life kind of thing. Is it that? No. But will it be in my top ten or five? That's that's a reasonable bet to make. 
Like it is is that kind of fun. And if there comes a day where we're ever choosing games to revisit and play again, just to kind of for shits and gigs and kind of re-review, like this would be really high because like I've I've just recently completed it and I feel like. I don't know, two, three months from now, I want to try that again, but do the stuff differently. And we'll talk about that in the next segment. But overall, like, I come out of it with 40 hours invested, but still willing to invest more, which I think is a a good sight. So overall experience for me is going to get a four and a half because it's, it's you know, there was that, that three hours of anxiety right there at the beginning, but... Outside of that and a little disappointment, I just had so much fun. It brought a level of passion back into this project that I can't even I can't even speak about. So overall experience for you, Nick, playing it again for the fourteenth thousandth time. How you feel? Uh, I just want to say that was very high praise. I was not expecting that from you today. So I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm being honest. I picked something right for once. Like I'm being honest. (laughs) Like like I'm not saying because just as a as a metatextual sort of like conversation on the show like it's not this is my favorite hobby of everything doing the show is very important to me and I I love a lot of aspects about it but like we have played just some stuff recently man yeah like and it's it's it was starting to hit that line where it's like man I gotta put in some work on a on a game for the show like if I'm speaking like I gotta put in some work for the it's show, good. it's not fun, right? But like, I was playing this, and I'm like, man, I need something to write on. Like, and that's how I felt. Like season one, man, we were playing shit. And I'm like, I need something to write on because I have shit I want to say, and I don't want to text Nick right now and blow blow my load before we get on the show, right? Like, like I got shit to say. I want to make sure it's in order. I don't want to kind of try and remember it when we're on the show. I want to be able to talk about it. I want to hit it. I want to. I want to go through it. Was this was this a perfect game? No, but the gameplay is different. It's it's unique. It's it's refreshing and it's I don't think this game has been played by enough people. Just outright. And to Tan, my man. My man the Discord Tan who played like 30 minutes to an hour of it. Like I get the feeling, man. Like I told you that 3 hours of anxiety. The three there's a lot going on, man. But you power through it. This is a fun game. Like the story, okay, I get it if you're not into it. I really do. But like the battle system, it it sort of becomes like a whole other animal after you sort of get your four member party, you've sort of got the whole how you're putting skill points into things down, you've got a few spells, you've got skills other than fucking first aid and find trap and other bullshit. Like once you're once you're in the meat of it, it is a whole other behemoth on a level that I can't explain. So play it, buddy. Play it. It's it's worth your time. I know you're busy man, but play it. Well, I think he's also got to fix his PSP because it doesn't work unless it's plugged in or something. Oh, that's that's some, that's some garbage. No, uh, it makes me wish it was Wait, on PSN. I know, right? Like, what the fuck, Trey? Let's get your shit straight. Yeah, but that's. But maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll run like a donation drive and get him send a new battery for his PSP or something. Yeah, I, could, I might be able to get him a new PSP, but or, they're not very expensive. Maybe Blaine can do it. He's got a lot of extra shit. He's got like 30000 sitting around. Like, like Everybody in Discord hit up Blaine for free shit. No, don't do that. Blaine's right? an awesome guy. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, shit. Um, um, but I guess my overall experience is 
it's uh it's it's my favorite rpg and it's not like you said it's not perfect but it's got it's uh, out of every rpg i've ever played in my life it has so much like going nick that it's oh maybe it's like you said maybe i've formed part of my personal uh i don't know identity yeah uh, off of this game i think it's, it's informed a lot of your taste like that's and i mean i think that's a reasonable assessment to make it's uh and i wouldn't trade it for anything it's i don't know i have so much time i've put maybe over a thousand hours in this game over the years and i would be more than willing to put over a thousand more it's just Oh, that's my favorite game I've ever I've ever played, and so it's getting a five for me. I'd give it a ten out of five if I could, but I can't. So. Yeah, and just before we move into replayability, I want to say something very specific about this game that I found interesting. That while we are here and we're gushing about it, it's not. I feel like there was something to discuss about it, right? Because there was there was meat on this bone to talk about unlike something like Chrono Trigger, right? Where it's it's good, but it's good in the way that all other JRPGs now try and fit that mold so there's not enough to talk about. Like, this is so different than from anything else then and now. Like, I, I really am struggling to draw comparisons to other games. I only know of two games that tried to ape the system that they use for combat here, and that is Exist Archive, which Trice game, so that's okay. And then Fallen Legion, which I don't know if it's like an homage to it, but I I purchased it. I haven't played it yet. Those are the only two games. Oh, I think maybe Project X Zone does a similar thing where you've got four characters, they're all tied to a, a button. Yeah. But I I was always like, why don't more people do this shit? Like this is the most fun goddamn combat I've ever played in an RPG in my life, and just nobody ever fucking did it. It's so, engaging. It's always just like. Hit the attack command, perform an attack, hit your magic command, make a cast a spell, and everybody does that. And it's so fucking monotonous. Like, it's fucking the same. Play any JRPG, 99 times out of 100, it's going to use the same well, basic system. I still and, like that system. I don't, I'm not here to, I don't, to tear that system down. I don't down. have a problem with that system, but like for me... This has no comparison, and it's this. This is the RPG that tried to be like a ton of other genres, like because the because this is this the combat feels like a turn-based fighting game to me. Like that, I mean, and I'm not the biggest fighting game guy, but it feels like a turn-based fighting game because you got juggling, slamming mechanics, you got like all this other combo, like tiered, like priority shit, man. Like I don't know, like you got to break their block. Then you know, knock yeah, them like up. Guarding, like, yeah. It's 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 really weird, man. But in a, such a cool way, it's it's so cool. Speaking of cool, you really got to get this Valkyrie profile poster from here. I got to figure out how to get it to you. Um, uh, I'll just come pick it up, fucking Christmas or Thanksgiving, whatever we hit on, or uh, we meet the mystery person. Oh, speaking of, uh, I'm off the first day. I'm not off the second day, but I could try to get off the second day. We'll have to figure something out because if you could, if we could figure something out, like maybe you come down or we meet up there, whatever, you know, that would also probably be a good time. We can maybe do a listen liquor episode, like the three of us. That sounds fun. That'd work. Yeah. So, um, we'll work that out. We'll talk about this as I get closer. We got a few weeks on that. So, um, yeah, no, um, replayability, man. Um, I'm just going to go right out. It's, 
it's it's way up there, man. If the intro wasn't so long, okay, so the part with um, I don't already forgot his name. There's a trick you can do to get past that. Oh, is there? Yes, you play the first three hours and then you save your game in two separate fucking save slots. So you have that one goddamn save. <laughs> you have to go back and do the three hours. It's long, man. Oh, it's so long. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, but the time you play the game, you learn the entire life history of Arn Grimm and Jolanda and their oh, hate relationship. God, and it's not that. All right, so, and it's one of those that doesn't get faster just by mashing through the dialogue because there's so many scenes of slow walking. There's so many slow walking scenes that you can't just like hurry up. He's just like, I'm a badass. It's definitely you get a lot of weird shit. So, um, no replayability is it's it's high. Like I, I mean, uh, I guess I give it a five because there's just a lot of different stuff you can do. There's not a bunch of different branching paths with the story, but when it comes to that system. Like, it just, you can do a lot of different things, and each difficulty is, in its own right, its own experience. Not just in that it's difficulty, but it's in its own experience. Like, because you get different dungeons. You get different, get different shit. Triggers. Like, the, it's a whole different ball game. So And even within the game itself, there's a uh, pseudo-randomization, where I think it's like chapters 3, 4, and 5... The order that you get things in is randomized. Like some, like one gameplay, you'll get stuff from chapter four and five to chapter three, and sometimes you'll get uh, like everything how it's supposed to be, where it's chapter three stuff, chapter four stuff, chapter five stuff. The next time you play, you'll get like you'll have chapter four in its entirety in chapter three, like all the dungeons, all the characters, and you you don't get anything from chapter three until chapter five. It's like what the fuck is happening? So yeah, I'm gonna give it five for replayability. What you got, man? Give it a five as well. Rad. I ha- I mean, I I feel like I'm obligated to, considering how many times I fucking played it. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's probably fair. All right. I feel like if a game can get me to play it more than one fucking time, it's done a good job. And for this to have made me play it so many times, it's on a different tier oh, entirely. Different tier. Yeah, I'm with you. So, um, the next musical break is yours. What is it, and why? Uh, I don't know. Like I just picked one of my one of the songs I like. Uh, Negative Roots. I believe this is a dungeon theme. Um, I know it's fucking phenomenal. Like I was either gonna pick this, uh, Eternal Linguistics uh, Massacre, Eternal Fucking Hydrogen Anxieties, Confidence in the Domination, uh, Oblivion's Joy. Like I could literally almost pick any fucking song off the soundtrack, and. Uh, It'd be fucking great, like Heads, Tales, Ma- Heads, Magic, Tales, Curse. Like I don't know, it's all fucking amazing, and so enjoy it. All right, so let's listen to this one.
don't know. The listener question? We only got two. Yeah, apparently nobody else has played the fucking game, if you can believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's also, unfortunately, the best game in the series, which fucking sucks. Like, so, like Valkyrie Profile 2, Samaria... They took the they took away the best part of this game. Like they tried to give it plot, and it took away the fucking character shit. So like you get you get random fucking Iron Harrier, and there's no you don't get any connections to them at all. You don't know why they die. You just know that oh now you get some you get a random bruiser this time, or hey you get a random mage, or you get a random archer. And I'm like no, fuck Silmaria, fuck Lizard Valith. I don't really give a fuck about whatever the fuck's happening right now. I want to know how these people died. How the, like the last fucking moments were, who they are, and you don't get nothing. Yeah, no, anyway, I'm with you, one hundred percent. Fuck it, and then the goddamn Covenant in the Plume shit. Fuck that goddamn bullshit game. I'm sure it's fun, but I got stuck at this stupid fucking chapter on this one fucking route where you have to save some stupid fucking NPC piece of shit motherfucker, and they're on the opposite side of the goddamn fucking map, and the monsters go first, and they one shot the bitch. Every motherfucking time, so it's literally fucking impossible. So fuck you, Covenant of the Plume, because I've never beaten your fucking ass. Anyway, Discord questions. Tell us how you really feel, and then read those questions for me. Uh, first question comes from Menthian, and this is directed at you only. I think it was just what? just just so I could find it. Don't be an asshole. You can answer too. All right. Uh, what part you enjoy the most? Um. I'm assuming it's supposed to be what part do you enjoy the most, but Swedish super fan, I will forgive you for your... I, bl- I mean, if I could just say the combat system, I would. If not... I'll say why not. I'm just going to go with fighting, because, I mean, I could just do battle after battle and not get bored. So, that's my answer. It's That's a good thing, because you have to do so much of it. Well, and I spent a lot of time in that, in that like, the skill screen, like, hmm... Hmm. Putting way more thought into it than I needed to, but I was having really? fun with it because there's so many knobs, man. There's so many things I can do. I so, know, it's not that hard to me. Like you just you pick your physical fighters and you pump up their strength, and when you can't know, anymore, pump up their. But I can't help. It. I can't help it be, but be like, man, what if I did this instead? You know, like I don't know. Yeah. I got problems. I got uh, problems. So, I understand. Uh, what about you? Uh. It's a toss-up for me, because I like the combat, but uh, like I said, it really also like stories you get, so I would almost say my favorite part is recruiting a new Iron Harrier, usually. Okay. And watching that, uh, I don't know, 5-15 minute little story blurb you get, and learning about the character. That's Except fair. the mages. Fuck all the mages. Yeah, the same character. They're, they're all the same. Yeah. They just... Super boring. <laughs> like, even their fucking... Uh, like, some of their death scenes suck. Like, one of them... Like, they're just, uh, I think it's like, uh, Yumei, maybe. Uh, she's just, like, uh, no, maybe she's the one you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah, her death death is kind of dumb, where she just comes back, and the, like, her being alive was just too much, so he kills her. Yeah. Like, oh, you're really pretty, but you know the story now, so I got to kill you. Yeah, whatever. It's like, whatever, man. So, um, um. The other question is. Blaine from Blaine. He wants to know who is your favorite character, least favorite? Uh, well, I mean, Angram is pretty cool. Because that's, I mean, that's 
big badass Ar- with a big badass sword. I mean, yeah, I'd say Arngrim's a guts rip off. Yeah, no, for sure. Like he's he's rad. Least favorite. I didn't care for either of the uh, like the. I think they're like samurai characters. You didn't like June and like no, I didn't. I don't know. Like they weren't very interesting to me. But I neither guess, yeah, neither were the from, Archer uh, characters either. But like Llewellyn, Janice, Badrack. Yeah, like there's one the one Archer dude. He's got like the blonde hair, like uh, like pretty boy looking motherfucker. He was okay. Um, like get him at the beginning of the game. Yeah, he was okay. The, the little pussy bitch. Yeah, little pussy bitch. He was fun. Yeah, Llewellyn. I don't know. He's like the worst fucking Archer. Yeah, but he was fun. Like his character was fun. Like. But the like the the dude that's just like a like a thief or a, um not a thief um an assassin like a just like the the one that's like uh what is it what is his what does he say when he's like he's like that'll get your boys or something like that when you when you do his ultimate it's real stupid um is he, is he a blue on him I believe so yeah yeah and a yeah, headband he's right. got the headband yeah I didn't I thought yeah. he was stupid. He's a fucking well. He's a thief asshole. Yeah, I didn't like him. Piece of shit. I mean, he's a dude you get you in the you see in the introduction of Arngrim. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The one that's taking her to be a monster or whatever. Well, they're kidnapping her for an enemy country to use as hostage bait, I guess. But uh, all right, you're caring more about a story that's not there. Let's just let's just. What's your whatever? I've played it enough. Who's your who's your favorite and least favorite? Uh. I know, like Arngrim's great. I also like Gray, even though he didn't. Do oh, Gray is cool. Like Gray's badass. Like that's a badass. Like the fucking character. Ice Knight guy. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, he's rad. Um, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of characters. They're all pretty great. Like, I like Lawfer a lot. I like uh, Isla, the dragon chick. She's okay, fucking cool. Yeah, no, she's cool. I'm down with that. Uh, like all the Lance characters, are fucking badass. Oh no, yeah, the Lance but, uh, are because they because they have that such a they do so much in that that uh combo bar. It's stupid. Yeah, it's fucking like, great. That's what they're there for, man. It's just to like set up your combos. Like those mm, yeah. But I have to say my favorite character is Lucian. Lucian? Yes. Okay. So like he's my, he's such my favorite character that I made him if I have a, a a male child, that's gonna be his name. Lucian, really? Yes. I mean <sighs> you can suck my dicks, so I don't give a fuck. That's better than Dan's brother. They had a kid what? and like that boy's name is Knightly. Why? His, his first name is Knight. <laughs> Whatever. I can't say much. I'm using fucking Lucian, I guess. But uh, but no, like it's bad. It's it's bad. It's bad. Okay. All right. So uh, I mean, I don't really have a least favorite. Like any fucking mage sucks. So any one of them. I mean, uh, what's the what's the what's the hot chick's name? The one that you capture from stasis and then goes with you. Um. Uh, it starts with an L. Let's. Lim- not Limlia. That's fucking Sweden Five. Uh, oh, let me fucking look it up real quick. Uh, file crystal mage. Let's see. M- Mistinia is L- pretty hot. Lissaria. Yeah, no, Lissaria is pretty. Lissaria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, she's the blonde girl that's in the crystal. Yeah. Uh, like I mean, Lizard Valet's fucking awesome too. So. Yeah, no, he's pretty real. So um. Yep, yeah, no, uh, that's it. So, where I done lost my notes now. Too many tabs open. All right, we have any other questions? You said there was two. No, that's it. It was Menthian and Blaine. 
All right, so our next, I will put, all right, within the next week, look for in the Discord, I guess Twitter and Facebook. I'll just put it everywhere on you guys choosing what we're talking about on our off topic. And then we will have our Fire Emblem review episode after that. You look for the Meet Fire Emblem episode up this week. I'm off this week, so it's it's in the works this week. It'll be up this week. Um, can I say this week one more time? This week, this week, this week. Um, Maybe this week I'll learn how to do a fucking uh, meet the whatever episode properly. Well, it was the first time. You'll see. You'll kind of see what I think, and then we'll meet somewhere in the middle. Um, hmm. What else? We do have a new iTunes review, but I'm not going to pull it up and do it on a here. Um, I'll read that on the next episode. Um, you got anything else to add as far as what's coming up? I'm really looking forward to Fire Emblem. Oh, it's me my too. My favorite Fire Emblem. Oh, uh, yeah. Shit a lot of fucking time in that game. Oh man, what would we... I'm off this week. Are you doing week. hard mode? Or are you doing? Are you doing? Are you doing Ella? What are you doing, Hector? Doing Hector, bro. Good man, good man. Like fuck Ellawood. Ellawood doesn't matter. Fuck Ellawood. Yeah, no. Like Hector's worst lord in any fucking Fire Emblem game. Fuck him. <sighs> yeah, no. Play Hector, but no. Uh, I'm off this week, and like a lot of my plans revolve around the weather being okay, and it looks like it's going to rain most of the week. So I'm going to be real sad nice. if I if I beat Fire Emblem. Well, I won't be sad, but I might end up beating Fire Emblem this week, like just because. I, I need to know. You don't have to admit it if you don't want to. But are you going to mind trick? What's that? Are you going to abuse the mind trick? No, no, no. You're not. No, I do. And I have fine. no shame. No, I mean that's all. Especially well, especially on and... that one map where you have to fight either Lindus or Lloyd and like you just got dudes coming out of fucking the woodwork I ain't, I ain't got time for that so I'll just put a line down let the enemy step on it sure, fucking soft reset the game and make them throw all their fucking weapons away oh I also use it to get the uh, the special spear from what's your face the wyvern chick uh, it's... oh shit because it's like it's it flashes green and the only way you get it is you'd have her tr- trade it to somebody and they trade it to the convoy or something but it's like overpowered as fuck. I don't remember. Don't remember. It's been a while since I've played Fire Emblem. The one thing I hate about Fire Emblem is the random fucking stand-ups. Yeah, but that's that's Fire Emblem for yeah. you, though. Like, that's just part of the fucking deal. It's part for the course. I mean, it doesn't really, it doesn't really bother me that much. It kind of... It adds a little something to that game for me. But it's been so long since I played Fire Emblem. Like, it was what was in my my Game Boy SP when I took it out of storage before we did SEMA. Or Shit. Fi- no, Final Fantasy... Uh, Alright, so Final Fantasy Tactics Advance was the first yeah. Game Boy Advance game I played on actual hardware when I took it out of storage. And I hadn't played the Game Boy Advance probably since high school. In the la- and the game in it was Fire Emblem, and that was nice. probably the last time I've played Fire Emblem. So it's been a minute. Um, but no, I love me some fucking Fire Emblem. It's been a it's been a while for me as well. Like probably when I first started at Clay, I think I was playing a little bit. Oh, I think I might have, I might have, I might have played it on something else. Like I might have emulated. Like because I think I tried to play it because I was we're getting ready for Awakening and I wanted to. Yeah, that seems skills. that seems fair. Yeah, no, if you're going to sharpen, that's probably the... Out of the ones we got in the States, it's probably the one of the more difficult ones. There's no grinding. Yeah. Unless you unless you, unless you, you try your luck at the fucking arena and then throw your Game Boy at the wall after three fucking hours because Matthew gets his ass beat at level 19. 
You're like, you fuck. I just leveled up five characters before you piece of shit. Just don't. Just don't. Just do the right. Just do the story missions. <laughs> like, yeah. don't fuck around in the arena. You're going to get your ass handed to you, bro. Um, no. It's so, like, no, fuck. Like a knight. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Can I back out? Can I back out? No, you just yeah, get one shot. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Yep. Nope. That's. That's it, man. Oh, man. But that's why you play on the emulators that you can't actually get ROMs for anymore. You can still get the ROMs. You just can't get them in Emu Paradise. So There's like Lasso or something, too, or something that's gone. Apparently every website's getting sued by Nintendo now. Well, they have legal ground to stand on now. Like, we could do a whole episode talking about emulation, pitfalls, legal stand. Like, we could do a whole fucking thing. I just gotta say, though, like, all the people buying fucking uh, the Nintendo fucking re-release and the super nintendo or whatever the fuck they call them where they just took yes. fucking rocks and put them on stupid ass shit and everybody's like ah fucking in this shit up that gave nintendo the fucking that's that's what they're the like oh yeah, there's like, money oh, here there's them all yeah. yeah there's money here yeah well that's... i think somebody even said they just took a fucking rom from one of the websites and shoved it on like for one of the games they just took they stole the rom from the website uh, stole downloaded the rom and stuck it on the fucking system because they went and, and did a, a lookup of the, the hexadecimal shit and saw, uh, like, the line they downloaded from wherever the fuck. Yep. It's fucking crazy. I believe it. It's it's a it's a whole thing. Like, I'm sad that Emu Paradise... I'm sad that these these trusted sites are going down, but we can't, like... I don't think we can be mad. Like, what they were doing was illegal. Like, yeah. I mean what are you going to do? And it's, and it is the gaming community putting money into these relaunched like devices of the, you know, NES mini and the classic or whatever they're calling them. Like it's making people realize there's money to be had here. So I guess I wouldn't be so disappointed if they weren't price gouging and were offering every option. It's a digital age. Why aren't they offering every fucking game that they've ever released? I'm with you. Like, cause if you well, if you give me access, it's because access to it, they will buy it. If you can't get access to it, you got to pay three hundred dollars for a fucking cartridge. We're in this we're in this weird layover period with this stuff, just like we did with music, than we did with video. Like we're in this weird nebulous space where they realize there's money to be paid for it, so now they're seeing what the market will bear as far as cost. So they're going to start high, and it's going to work its way down. So what everybody needs to do is keep calm, pay with your, like, speak with your money, right? Like, no. Like, obviously, Mark is not going to support us paying hundreds of dollars for old games. Like, that's not a thing that's going to stick around. So, I mean, I think, I don't know who I was talking to, but I, I, don't, I don't personally think it's outside of the realm of the possibility within the next decade to with all the the video gaming that we can do streaming from remote devices to have a netflix like service where you pay a monthly fee and you have access to a of like a changing library of games that you can just stream to play to your pc or a console or whatever through uh, a standalone app like i don't see that as something that's outside the realm well, they're doing it now. They got PS Now. They got whatever's the fuck's on the Xbox. Well, I mean, like a more generalized sort of thing, like because that's that's like paying for like a like a like these are PlayStation titles and these are Xbox titles. I mean, like something on your PC, and it's like you pay some third party, and then they have some mix of the mix of them all. But I mean, we're talking. I mean, but I'm also talking like Atari and 
NES, SNES, Mega uh, Master System, like just stuff across the spectrum. And you're yeah, just... That will ever happen because that re- requires every company to share the licenses with each other or whatever. We never thought Hollywood Studios would share the licenses. Like that, if you so you would talk to somebody in 2000 that a Hollywood studio would sign, a, like three different studios and these distribution companies would sign an agreement with a company like Netflix, we would have thought you're crazy. That's the only reason that I, I mean, maybe Netflix caught in early so, you know, nobody thought there was money to be paid so they signed those those rights. But I, I just don't think it's outside of the poss- possibility to some- see something like that in the next. Yep. It's just we're in this layover period, and everybody just needs to calm the fuck down. Like this is You're probably this right, is going to happen. But fuck streaming. Like give me the option to download the shit because That's if fine. I lose the internet, then it's fucking useless. I mean, I'm with you. In it's 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 I'm with you. But th- then again, I'm also speaking as somebody who already has like complete backup libraries of all the ROMs on all the systems that I want, including my 30-something huge gig collection of PS1 ISOs, so like, I'm not, I'm not sweating it. Yeah, you're not hurting for nothing. I'm not, I don't, but then again, I'm still more likely to play it, like, a legit way than I am with a ROM, because, like, we can speak all day about how, how ROMs truly feel when you're playing them, like, sometimes they just don't feel right. Yeah. Like, and I've but done there's it. Something to be, there's something to be said, though, for preserving the yeah. medium. And just having access to something to try it before you buy it. Yeah. You know? And I've done all the things. Like, I've got USB versions of controllers for different consoles. Like, I've got an NES, an SNES, a Sega Genesis, an N64. Like, I've got USB versions of all these. So, like, it even feels like I'm playing on an actual controller when I emulate a lot of these things. But it still doesn't doesn't feel right sometimes. So, all right. But that's that being said, that added a little extra content on this will be a long episode. Oh boy, it's almost two hours. Yep. So, um, you can visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. You can send us an email podcast at therpgshow.com. You can follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. We're the RPG Show on Facebook. Uh, Discord link is in show notes and on the website. If you're not on Discord, be in the discord like it's important that's where all, all kind of cool stuff happens so join that um new episodes recorded live every saturday or every other saturday at 9 p.m eastern standard time if anything changes we post that to all the social media stuff so i guess that's that forget oh check out our buddies playing james over at the is it worth a podcast part of the retro rpg show feed um and until next time say goodbye everybody Deuces.